You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back, everybody, to the Oz Network as we move into another Nip Tuck recap episode, the 18th episode of the fifth season. We are into Ricky Wells, first aired on the 3rd of February 2009, directed by Brad Falchuk, and uh, written, no, written by Brad Falchuk, directed by John Stuart Scott. I got them around the wrong way, and uh, a very interesting episode, as they always are, in particular at this point of the show where we're really not feeling a lot going on. But, um, you know, we, we're trying to, we're trying to live here, people. We're trying to work our way as we get, uh, closer and closer to the end. My name is Ben, and I took a class in the art of fellatio, you dickhead. And, uh, my name's Nick, and my ent- entire sexual history consists of a single blowjob from a man. <laughs> oh, we have something in common then. Um,. So this is an episode of Nip Tuck, but it's it's better than last week. We just we said that at the end of last week. We'll move into this week by saying that. So I mean, the only way up from a bin it is potentially a renter. Who knows? But uh, there is definitely some stuff in this episode which I feel is actually quite enjoyable. Yeah, and I think probably um, you know I, we're into some 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 characters that we've kind of said we like so you know raj is back for this episode and and we liked raj so i think we're probably going to enjoy that stuff and he gets some quite interesting storyline with his with his dad and then you know what happens to him in this episode so there's some fun stuff there um i did have to laugh is that um a, a long time ago i actually um bought the well not a long time ago but several months ago i bought the dvd set of this season um and um i remember sending you a picture because when i opened it up um you know it's got the whole print of the season on the discs and you know if anyone's seen artwork for the season they'll know that it's you know a picture of this kind of angel with her wings cut off and, and the two doctors in the desert kind of looking over her and um it just so happens that the disc that i popped in as we watched this episode is actually um the shot of the the model's butt with a big hole for the the disc hole right in her asshole so i'm not quite sure if that's saying something about the back end of the season but um read into that what you will um but yeah i <laughs> I, I do think that potentially um the worst of the shit is over um which is nice i think we're getting back to at least some fun stuff if not some um heavy kind of dramatic stuff which i'm more into than the, than the the comedy but i'd rather have i'd rather have comedy and no drama than no drama no comedy and just boring so yeah i think i think we're on a, a, a an upward trend um even if it's just slightly which then leads us to season six and if you don't like boring then you're not going to like season six uh so, um <laughs> Yeah, I, I just, I think the one thing which we'll get, you know, into this is I like the fact that they go back to a, a like a titular character with a real twist about this storyline to it. And I think that they do it well. Yes. Um, and it's kind of, we're back to classic Nip Tuck and the fact that you've got something that's a real kind of taboo issue and they kind of handle it in a way where it's like, you know, it's kind of sweet and you're kind of almost on the side of, you know, this couple. And then ultimately at the end, you realise this woman's kind of just fucked up. So it's, yeah, it's it's an interesting sort of way of, of you know, going about it, which I think is a good thing. But uh, we'll start off, and we kind of got an overlying theme of this episode is that weird sort of creepy theme that they ding, 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 like that, you know, it kind of adds to the mood of this episode, which I think kind of works. But we have Christian uh, and Liz, yay. Uh, Liz is giving her third blowjob in her life, and Christian is trying to teach her and then we find out that they've apparently got lesbian bed death after a week in which essentially they talk more than they have sex. I think that's just called a married couple, isn't it, Liz? Like, 
Uh, I don't think that's, you know, explicit to lesbians. Um, but it ultimately leads to Liz staring in the mirror um, and crying. Uh, she's ultimately feeling self-conscious about herself because of who Christian is. Uh, it's just... Uh, do we even need to talk about this? I mean, it's just... this. You said it last week, I think, perfectly, when you said, like, Liz is one more into this than Christian is. And it's just kind of... You know, I, I don't know, uh, like, I'm meant to feel sorry for Liz, and I'm, I feel bad that she's kind of getting into this, but at the same time, it's like, why should we, when this relationship is just dumb and stupid and ugh? Yeah, and I think it's, it's not so much even that Liz is more into this than Christian, it's that Christian's not into it at all. You know, like, it's just like, she's, it's like a, like a, not that they're married, but a, mar- a marriage of convenience, basically, you know, is that, She's there to provide him with help in a certain way and, um, you know, other than just the, the cancer treatment and stuff like that. But it's also, you know, kind of um, what he's getting in terms of maybe the relationship she has with Wilbur. You know, basically, I feel like she's got more chemistry with Wilbur than she does with, <laughs> with Christian, which is a bit of a worry. Um, you know, so, yeah, I just no, I, I just don't buy into any of this. It's the stuff that I just I, yeah, I, I do just want to fast forward through it when I'm watching it because it just it just doesn't resonate with me at all. Yeah, uh, we don't really talk more about it. But we meet our uh, titular character uh, next uh, of Ricky Wells, and uh, we meet this woman next to him, which uh, automatically you assume that she's meant to be his mother, but we find out that, nope, they're married. And essentially he and her met when he was, what, eight years old, and then they fell in love when they were 13, and she was driven out of school because they were having an affair. She got sentenced to jail, let out for six months. They ended up having sex again and went back to um, jail again, and then he turned 18, petitioned to get her out of court, which I, uh, jail, which I didn't know really worked that way. Hey, uh, I had sex with this person when I was underage. It's okay now. I'm 18. Please let them out. The crime doesn't, you know, fit anymore. Uh, and now they're married, and he basically wants to look older. Now, this woman, Suzanne Cryer, now she looks so familiar, and I looked her up, and I think the only thing that I know her from, and it's a real, like, blast blast from the past, I don't know if you ever remember the show Two Guys, a Girl, and a Pizza Place, which I believe is where Ryan Reynolds got his first big break, um, but she was kind of like one of the people in that, and God, it's been so long since I've seen that show, so for me to have some sort of weird memory of her being in that is kind of incredibly strange, but I used to like that show growing up, but um, even the boy looks similar, I haven't looked him up yet, but again, it's kind of, you know, nip-tuck, back to the old days, we've kind of got this sort of taboo couple, this taboo storyline, which they somehow, you know, make work, you kind of summed up a few weeks ago, they're trying to make incest work a couple of weeks ago, so... You know, here we go. Pedophiles. They sometimes have feelings too, I guess. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess it's that thing of just trying to humanise the story. And, um, I mean, you, you should, you know, if they're doing this well or doing it right, you should have a little bit of feeling for these two characters that, you know, you, you kind of empathise with them at least to some degree, even if it's a, you know, a weird thing is that you do kind of feel a little bit for them. Um, so, and, and I guess I do. So it is working for me on that level. So, yeah, I mean, it's... Um, it is done quite quite well. I do like the little flashbacks. That's not something you kind of get all that often um, on NipTuck. It's not not a device they use all that much. So um, it's just nice. I think it's just a, a little bit of, um, of of fresh air here. You know, it's just and like you say, it's it's going back to what the show did well or does well, I should say. Um, you know, when when it's when it's doing it right, it's the, you know that the the title character is also kind of feeding into the main narrative, but you also wrap up an interesting little story 
of these patients within the one episode and you know we haven't always got that um i mean even though the one i liked last week the roxy st james kind of just didn't really you know we didn't really get a huge resolution on that really um and and this time we will get a resolution and it's an you know it's an interesting one and as you say it's kind of you know that kind of twist at the end of the story so it's worth watching and it's worth investing your time here and and i guess that's what i'm thinking about as we get through some of these bad seasons is it worth your time to actually watch this and in this case yes it is and it's almost got a bit of that theme which they usually do to a lot of their elements doesn't it where it's kind of you know like you've got a, a pairing but this doesn't mean necessarily the person in that pairing is going to change their you know ways and they're kind of always going to go back to who they really are so um it's it's kind of got that about it and i've just looked up here the guy brandon brando eaton uh if you're a dexter fan he was um jonah mitchell in the fourth season that was i remember him now actually um and also uh another ryan murphy uh recycle was in a couple of episodes of american horror story so um there you go i knew i sort of knew who he was but uh anyway that's uh setting up that storyline uh as well uh now we've got matt um essentially um doing surgery on a pig which um you know is is kind of normal and poor old matt is uh just not doing this well he's squeamish he's taken out a lung i think instead of a liver um and he uh just storms off and says i didn't inherit your brains for this so i uh don't really want to do this anymore and then uh we cut back to mcnamara troy and uh christian is about to get his pectoral reconstruction raj is back and we meet his dad who's uh shown up for the surgery to to witness it now anybody who is a, a glee fan would know this is the principal from glee um, no, you're a big Glee fan, Nick, so I'm sure you knew that as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, essentially, um, this is gonna be the, uh, surgery scene with Christian. It's got that Superman song in the background. I kind of like it. That's kind of funny. I do like, um, the line there that Rush has to Liz where it's like, Liz Cruz, you look quite beautiful today. Have you lost weight? It's like, oh, yes, I just need to do something with my hair. Yes, you're right. And your clothes too. <laughs> just like, <laughs> yeah. Bit of a dick. But and it ultimately leads to um we find out that uh Raj's dad wants a penis enlargement. Matt's shown up to uh check in on Christian. Doesn't really make sense because he's missing a midterm, then he just leaves halfway through because he's got to pick up Jenna, which wouldn't have you done that before? I don't understand it. Uh one thing I'll say about all these scenes that I'm loving together, I really love that shot at the end where you've got Sean uh just staring at uh Raj's dad. And it's kind of just like shot through the window. I think that's a really cool looking shot. But, um, I've lumped a few things in there all together. But, uh, you know, we're, we're covering a few bits here in this episode. Yeah. No, I, I think, and it's good stuff. And, um, I just wanted to call out, I mean, is this the first time? It can't be. I must, I must be forgetting one, but this isn't the first time we've talked about penis enlargement on the show, is it? Like that would, that would be quite an, an oversight if that was the first time we were talking about Nick, this. I told you not to bring show, up things I've um, talked to you about off things. air on our episodes, please. You're probably getting a bit confused, <laughs> but just please, it's private stuff, I tell you. Yeah, yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that was, uh, you can edit that out later. <laughs> um, I don't know if we've had a penis enlargement storyline. Um, I feel like we have, but. Which is funny because then we're going to. We we must have done, and I just can't remember it. But it's quite funny because then we're going to go into somebody who wants his penis made smaller in the next episode. So it's funny it becomes. Nick, I told a, you not to bring up my private life on the episode. I keep telling you that. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, no, and I, I do like these scenes. I think they work for me. And you know, we get this kind of juxtaposition where you've got this this father kind of looking over his his very successful young son, who and, and all the pressure he's put on him, and then you know Sean coming out with you know Matt, who's been a bit of a you know a, a disappointment, I suppose you could say. And this kind of juxtaposition of these two fathers who are struggling with their sons and and you know not living up to their expectations and having different expectations for them, I suppose. Um, and you know, I like the whole conversation with you know Sean and Matt kind of plays out with, with Raj's dad, you know, visibly in the background. I think that that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, and I, and, and I do think we could get to some, some kind of, um, I, I guess, some good dialogue, and that's maybe something that we've been missing for a few episodes. Um, so it's nice to kind of get back to what I think the show does well, um, is that kind of dialogue stuff, and, you know, and it's quite snappy and fun, and, yeah, so it, it's good. I like uh, the the next scene too, when uh, his dad is basically wanting his son to do his penis enlargement. It's like, what more proud moment as a father could I have than you doing a penis enlargement surgery on me? And it's like, okay, if I had a son who I was proud of, who was just as a like a resident, you know, seventeen year old resident doing uh, you know surgeries like that, do I really want him giving me a penis enlargement? That's kind of you know delicate surgery that I. Don't no, if I want to be trusting with someone who wasn't the best at what they could do, um, and I do, I do like how um, you know we found out obviously before with Matt that um, Sean suggested that Raj will be his tutor, and I do like how like Raj tries to get out of this and is essentially like, oh no, I'm tutoring Matt. Other commitments, sorry. Like he would have found out about this like a minute ago. Um, so you know there is uh, that. Yeah, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, yeah. I, do you, I mean, you want to talk about this now? I mean, there's not a whole lot really to add in this bit. I, I can move on if you like. Oh, no, I just, I, I do like the thing where his father says something. He's like, are you honoured to do the surgery? And he's like, no, I'm freaked out. And he's like, because you have to touch my, what does he say? Like, my ling-ling or something <laughs> like that. Like, it's it's really weird. <laughs> yeah, it's just, it's quite funny, the terminology that's used there. It's, um, yeah, I think this guy plays a good, um, you know, disappointed father role quite well. It's a good, a good bit of casting, I think. Yeah, um... We then have this kind of, you know, cross little editing, which I haven't had in a while, sort of two scenes going on at once, where Liz is getting her hair done and she's getting all dressed up and doled up and Christian's also getting all dressed up and doled up. He's uh, taking his bandages off and hmm. Christian Troy's back and somehow Christian beds about three women in the space of like two minutes. Um, <laughs> which, why not? One of these women, she looks so much like Sandra Diaz Twine. I don't know if you saw that, but I've written down, like, she looks like Sandra from Survivor. Um, but, um, I also, there's also one, one of the scenes when he's having sex, he's got the creepiest look on his face, Christian. Like, he really looks like de- deprived. Like, I was, I was, did you pick that up? <laughs> Yes, yeah, I definitely did, like, because they do that thing where, like, it's, you know, like, I can't say I'm a, a connoisseur of sex scenes on TV shows, but, um, yeah. the, uh, you know, like, Christian does always have this, like, um, like this maniacal grin on his face sometimes like and there's a, like he kind of like does that thing sometimes where, like throws his hand up like he's a cowboy yeah um and yeah it's just, it's just like it's really funny like you just like i've never seen somebody on tv like smile so much <laughs> while they're having sex it's um it's, it's pretty weird but um yeah no he's um <laughs> yeah this is fun stuff i do <laughs> i do really like it eh? it's, it's good which all gets ruined by liz coming home and weirdly going uh Guess what, honey? Like, why is she calling him honey all of a sudden? 
um, and sort of walks in on Christian having sex with another woman. Um, and I do like, she's like, I took a class on the art of fellatio. How? Like, where do you go for these classes? That's a weird class to go to. Um, and, you know, again, it's, it all comes down to Liz being like, oh, look, I know you weren't going to be faithful. We're not exclusive with each other. Uh, and then Christian essentially just like, I'm an asshole. I'm sorry. Uh, and then they're going to go out for dinner. And then when we come back home, you clean the tub. Like, that's a comeback. I don't understand it. Like, oh, oh no, please, no, not the tub. Like, he wasn't having sex in the bathtub, right? That was on a bed. Yeah, yeah, it's a weird, it's a kind of out of place um, kind of line. But uh, I, I do really like, I, I love the whole thing of kind of like, you know, like she walks in and, you know, Christian just doesn't care. Like, he doesn't stop. Like, he just keeps going. Um, you know, it all just feels, um, you know, just really in character. And, um, yeah, and I, and I do kind of just, uh, this is kind of one of those few times where I think that this kind of chemistry does work a little bit between them. And I think it's because Liz is yelling. I think <laughs> when she's yelling at Christian, that feels a lot more natural. Um, it feels like the kind of the normal state of, of play with this relationship. So, yeah, no, I, I, I do really like it. Um, but I don't like how, you know, like it, this doesn't feel true to the Liz character that she'd come home, do this. And he's like, Oh, look, I'm sorry. Let's go out to dinner. Like, that doesn't feel true to who Liz has been built up to be over over five seasons. You know, she is, you know, kind of proud, independent woman. And you could say, yeah, she's caught up a little bit in this romance with Christian, but I just don't think she would be to this point. It just it doesn't ring true to me. Um, she might be like, no, you're an asshole, and then call in the next day and maybe say, oh, look, you know, I overreacted or, what, you know, whatever. Um, but, you know, she's not somebody who would just immediately just go, oh, okay. You know, that just does not feel true to who she is. Yeah, no, I'd agree with that. Uh, I've written down here, not, there was a scene here with Sean and Liz. I don't think much happens in that scene. I've written like two lines about what happens there. So obviously there's not a whole lot to go there. Uh, but then we've got Raj waiting for Matt um, at Sean and Christian's house. And he's looking down his pants while he's reading surgery notes. I like how Sean comes home and he's like, Dr. Sean McNamara, hello. I was just researching my father's surgery. Um... And Matt's an hour late, so they decide to go to a bar and yes. to which he's eating. Uh, I cannot stop eating these poultry samples. I love how he, like, describes it. We learn about soul food, and uh, Sean gives him a sip of beer, and uh, Matt rings up, and uh, essentially is like, where are you guys? I got held up, and <laughs> Matt just basically hangs up on him, and Matt's like, I could come and meet you guys. Oh, you know, fair enough. And then Sean, you know, nothing changes. Uh, like, Sean's very bipolar with his son. Uh, one minute he's hating him, the next minute he's feeling sorry for him. Um, so we have that. Um, and we've got... I really like this song that's in the background. It's it's from Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and I was meant to look this up before we came to air, so I'm going to look it up right now. But it kind of the way it's playing in the bar, and uh, then ultimately we've got, um, you know, Christian having sex again. Um, I believe, is it... No, is it Stepping Out, Joe Jackson, or is it Dreamsville? Henry, it's one of these songs. It's a great song. It's on Grand Theft Auto. Anyway, um, but Christian's having sex and his boobs falling out. Um, so poor old Christian's pecking plan hasn't been put in properly. I do like it when he says to this woman and the woman's like, what's that scar from? It's like, oh, you know, I saved someone from a knife fight or whatever it was. So yeah, uh, I mean, nice little, again, I, I just love that song. I think that song, it really sells this scene. And again, it's kind of, you know, some good throwbacks to what we love about this show. Yeah, you know, and, and I mean, I do, I, I do like these scenes. I think the, the stuff with, with Raj and Sean is really funny and you kind of get this, um, you know, they, they do the Raj character 
character did quite well because I think that there's a real risk here of, of him being this kind of stereotypical Indian who, you know, has never had any, anything else other than curry in his life. And, you know, it, it could have actually gone really badly, but I think they actually do like a good job with this um, of kind of making him this kind of fish out of water character who's, you know, not particularly good at dealing with people, but um, also you kind of feel sorry for him. So I think it kind of works in a really good way. Um, the scene with Christian is just, yeah, it, it's a fun little scene and it's just a little kind of set up scene. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I like what we're getting here. There's a, you know, immediately you can kind of see this is a lot more fun than the last episode. You know, there is actually stuff that leads into other scenes and it just feels like there's a natural transition. Everything feels like it kind of belongs in this episode uh, and that, <laughs> that that shouldn't be something we have to compliment but it definitely is a big step up from what we had in in the last episode or maybe the last two episodes yes i agree it's it's good to have kind of some of these glimmers there um i do like sh- christian showing up to uh liz's house and banging on the door and i do actually like that line when liz answers it all like what are you doing here you know banging my door it's after midnight or something and christian's like yeah but it's rude to call this late or something like that um which is kind of funny and then uh, we find out that Liz is also seeing someone else. So, um, I do like Christian's line when he's like, are you cheating on me? And she's like, are you straight? And she just turns and goes, no, yes. <laughs> we'll discuss this in the morning. Um, I think it's kind of funny. And the line Christian says, can't believe you've gone back to muff diving. It's kind of, uh, funny. Then we've got, um, back to our uh, titular character who, uh, we see there for support is his brother and his dad. Um, and we're about to see the bandages, uh, removed from, uh, the, the face of, um, of Ricky. And, uh, surprise, surprise, his wife is not too, um, impressed with the results, uh, essentially. Uh, you look so different. It's shocking. You look like your dad now. Uh, so which he's happy about, but you can tell by the look on her face that, uh, she doesn't have a child to have sex with anymore. Uh, and then, um, just before the Raj's father is about to get his penis surgery, um, Christian bursts in and wants his boob fixed. And this is where, uh, we find out that obviously, uh, was, we knew it was kind of Raj who did the surgery. And we get a bit of pretty intense scene when his dad essentially slaps him after he turns around and says, well, you know, if I'm such your, uh, prodigy, then you're kind of to blame as well. So Raj walks off and, uh, sadly his dad is not getting the penis surgery anymore because he attend, he simply just walks off and doesn't want the surgery done anymore. Yeah, yeah, and it, it, there's some kind of funny lines in here too about the whole kind of um, Doogie Hauser or something, you know, like there's some there's some good stuff in here too. So kind of like it feels like the the the, the kind of script is really is good here. Um, so yeah, I, I'm enjoying kind of what we're getting here. Um, yeah, and it's kind of the, the stuff with Raj. It's quite interesting because it's all going to come to a head in the next scene, and it feels like it didn't take much to kind of set him off. I don't know. If, I don't know if you kind of fully believe that you know Raj would suddenly be this you know prepared to do horrible things to himself it, it feels a little bit like I, I, hard to believe i guess but I, I suppose if somebody's pushed hard enough then you know they might they might do these kind of things but it, it doesn't fully land with me it's not terrible but it, yeah, it just doesn't quite fully land with me i suppose it's just rushed i i think it's this problem with the so much yeah. we've got like build this up over a couple episodes ago uh, over a couple episodes and we're going to believe it 
but it's just it just does come out of nowhere. It's just kind of like, oh, hey, guess what? I mm. want my hands, you know. And it's it's a it's an interesting scene with him and Matt. Like it's kind of you know it's it's I like the scene. I kind of like you know when Matt's doing drugs here and he's like, dude, I need to call my sponsor. Like you know, I kind of like that and these two sort of bonding. And again, this is something that could have built up over a couple of episodes, but then all of a sudden, yeah, he's essentially like slam my hand in the door. To which he's just screaming at Matt. He's a good actor, the way he's kind of like really yelling at Matt to do it. And um, next minute, we've got a fairly graphic surgery scene of his hands, and uh, ultimately, he's never going to have full function of his uh, hands again. And uh, it does lead to a nice little scene with Matt and Sean, and we find out that Matt wants to become an actor, which we know where that's leading in a few episodes' time in the beginning of next season. So, um, <laughs> yeah, again, I've loved yeah. a whole lot in there, but uh, you know, I think kind of we're we're really going through these episodes a lot quickly now, aren't we? <laughs> Yeah, and I, I mean, I think because there's not a lot to say here, I think we've just said it that it, it does feel quite rushed. I, you know, I actually do like the um, the dialogue that we get between Matt and and Raj. I think that it's a shame we haven't seen more of these two guys together because I think that again, like there is some some good storylines between these two guys. You know, I think that in, in in terms of they're going through some really difficult stuff, but in in really different ways. But you know, they're both feeling like they're a disappointment to their father or whatever it might be. And yeah, I just I think that there's um, some some really good potential but yeah it kind of just ends all of all of a sudden quite abruptly so um yeah i mean it's it's i keep going back to the words well done but that's kind of how i feel about it is that it is really well put well not really well is probably a bit too strong but it is well put together you do kind of enjoy what you're seeing here and i guess the thing is if you feel that it's rushed and you'd like to see more of it then that's a good sign you know you might be disappointed but at least you're enjoying what you're getting like if if you're watching stuff and you're like i can't wait for this to end because I'm not interested, that's a different story altogether. Um, I think kind of like the the cut of that scene as well, of kind of like, you know, they're having this argument and then Matt just kind of slams the door and there's the scream and, you know, like it's it's really well done. And then like the next scene is kind of back to this kind of mutilated hand on the on the surgery table. I think kind of the cuts in between scenes are really quite powerful here too. Like the, that, that um, shot of his hand is, oh, yeah, it's quite graphic, you know, and, and um, yeah, I, I, I really enjoy that stuff. I think, I think it's um, it, it is affecting. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. And uh, it's the last we'll see of Raj. Sadly, we won't uh, see him again from this point on. I mean, there's not really, I guess, you could do much more with him from this point on. But uh, sadly, uh, no more Raj. Well, I enjoy it. As I said, I think you and I both agree. We like the character of Raj, and just again, nothing really gets too in deep uh, with what we get um, with these characters and storylines. Yeah, at this no, point. I think it's, it's and it. it yeah, to me, it's just lost potential, really. You know, like, I think this guy came in at the, the second half of the season and, you know, a new character, um, a, a, you know, a, a new dynamic coming in here and just so much potential to do some cool stuff with this kind of character, this kind of sun-like figure that, that Sean kind of wishes he had this protege, which he doesn't have in Matt, and you kind of hope to see something more out of this. And, and yeah, you kind of it just feels yeah like cut off like i just wish we had seen more of this like he should have been there for the whole eight episode run of the second half of the season and the fact that he's only there for four is is really disappointing because he was bringing some fun to it you know when other, when other stuff wasn't working quite so well um i thought his you know his com- comedic kind of stuff was really important to make sure this thing worked well mm. yeah no definitely Definitely agree. Uh, we then get our uh, twist of this episode with the characters uh, because Ricky Wells is home. He's a sales copier. I sold two copiers today. <laughs> like, it's kind of 
you know, it's funny. But uh, he comes home and you can hear somebody moaning from the bedroom, walks in and, uh-oh, his wife's having sex. And who's she having sex with? His younger brother. So... Essentially, she's just a pedophile. <laughs> she's just into children, uh, as it's discovered. Uh, I mean, it's a, it's a shock. Like, I mean, you know, it's, it's kind of what Nip Tuck does. Um, but I mean, it's, it's up there with some of the biggest ones that we've sort of had over the years, I think. Yeah, and I think one of the things that maybe we, I don't know if you pointed this out at the start, I've already forgotten, um, was that she's actually pregnant. Um, mm, you know, she's pregnant with his that. child. And, and, and so, yeah, this is, this is actually quite a, in terms of these characters and what we get out of them, it's quite a big reveal because all of a sudden, you know, she's pregnant with his child, but having an affair with his brother, um, there's some funny things in this, as you kind of point out, like who sells copiers in 2010 or whenever this episode came out, you know, like the people going, still going around door to door salesmen selling, selling copiers. This does feel like it's come straight out of the 1950s, this scene. It is, it just, just feels a little bit out of place and he's kind of like, he's got this tie that's kind of loosened down and, yeah, it just, just feels a bit weird. Uh, and then just like the other thing that kind of cracked me up is the look on his brother's face like because the, the camera kind of focuses on her is that it's actually worth watching the reaction on the brother's face because he's kind of just got like this really weird grin on his face the whole time it's again it's the um it's the ultimate episode for people making inappropriate grinning faces while they're having sex i think <laughs> uh but it all ends but, it's a, but yes getting getting to the point Yes. Yeah, getting to the point, I probably didn't say it enough. Is that yes? I think it's a it's a good little twist on the end of this episode. I think it, um, as we've said before, it's kind of getting back to what we like about the show a whole lot more. So um, I'm definitely um, liking what I get here. That's for sure. Well, then we get this end bit. Um, so Liz comes home early and also catches um, Christian having sex with somebody else, not his brother. Um, what? Um, and then um, Liz confronts Sean. And then we get a scene at the end with Christian and Sean and kind of Christian, uh, sorry, Sean finally speaks up that he's against this idea of these two, um, being in a relationship, which can I just say, it's taken too long for Sean to really talk about this. Like, this would be something surely he's talking a little bit more about than, you know, just this scene here. Uh, we find out that Liz has resigned and she has moved back to Miami. So, um, you know, plot twist, Liz has left. She's gone back to Miami. Um, I'm going to be completely honest and say at this point, I'm not really caring. I'm like, yay, finally the relationship's <laughs> over. Uh, I love Liz, but at this point, just anything to just end this storyline. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, as I talked about in the last episode, I think is that there are a number of places where they could have just ended the storyline. As they, I mean, they must have had an idea that this wasn't really working like somewhere between the script and the shoot they must have realized that this just wasn't going to work and this is they like, okay Liz's gone it's like okay well we write her out of the story or we bring her back next season or whatever but you know this is where we end this this pseudo romance because it's just not really working and um you know th- that would have been fine and we could have you know to me i think the more powerful thing is here is that you know spo- spoiler alert a little bit is that you know the cancer story hasn't ended for christian and potentially i think the more interesting story is that Sean helps them through it. You know, this whole thing's been about these two guys. And, you know, like, I, I don't know why we needed Liz to help um, Christian through this thing. It should have been Sean who kind of helps them. Um, and that would have been a more compelling story to me. Like, Liz is just not an interesting person in terms of the, that person who is helping Christian through this really hard time in his life. So I think this was the opportunity to just leave Liz out of what happens next and the fact that they bring it back is just yeah, it just doesn't work for me in any way um and yeah i just think this was this 
this was the ultimate opportunity, but you're totally right, is that my reaction was, so what? You know, it's supposed to be this big kind of cliffhanger, um, you know, this thread that gets dangled out, and, and we can't wait to see how it gets resolved, but I'm just like, oh, okay, fine, you know, Liz isn't in the show anymore, big deal, and, you know, that's that's the ultimate sign that it's not working, really. Mm. Yep. I agree. Um, well, let's uh, go into our ratings. This is one of our shortest ever episodes, but, um, you know, it's, it's going to happen probably a lot in some of these episodes moving forward. Probably doing 10-minute episodes the next season. Uh, who knows? Uh, but what are we doing? <laughs> so are we buying it? We're renting it? We're bidding it? Well, it's really hard for me because, um, you know, I think we've been quite critical on this, this back half of the season. Um, I know this is only the fourth episode of it, but... Um, Already, you know, there's there's things I I really don't like about it, but this one actually has a lot that I do like about it. Um, so we, we can take it out of the bin category. I, you know, I'm not going to go um, three bins in a row, which I'm I'm pleased about. Um, but does that make it a, a buy or a rent? And I just I don't think there's enough in it to make it a buy. Um, you know, as nice as it would be to chuck a buy in here, um, I think you know some of that stuff around Christian and Liz just doesn't work for me. Um, but you know, but I do want to give it its credit that there is some good stuff. I think the Raj stuff is good. I think the the Ricky character is fun. Um, so I think there is some good stuff in here. Um, yeah, and and it just as we've talked about, it feels a little bit too rushed. And so I think with a bit more polishing of the storyline, um, I think things could have been a lot more well handled on this episode and, and pushed it into the buy category. But for me, it's a it's a bit and it's, it's a reasonably high bin. Uh, sorry, uh, it's a rent. I'll get that right. It's a rent. It's a reasonably high rent, um, but it's definitely. Yeah, I, I can't put it in the in the buy category. So yeah, definitely rent. Sorry, I probably made that way more confusing than it needed to be. But it's a rent. Eh, it's the moral of this show. Everything's always more confusing than it needs to be. Um, I'm doing exactly the same. I'm renting it. I think <laughs> yeah. there's enough in this to warrant it not being in the bin category. Um, I've got this uh, currently overall on the rent side of things. Um, this is 63rd out of 77 episodes. So to me, it's still a fairly low rent. It's kind of in the lower few of the rents. Uh, but you know, again, it's still, there's enough in here for me to, to not want to bin it. And I can say now that this is, uh, six episodes in a row that I've gone without buying an episode. This is the longest streak in Nip Tuck that I've gone without buying an episode. So, um, there's, there's a bit of a stat for you. You've still got a few to catch up to yours. Uh, you went five episodes. Uh, without it. So you were on the same as me, but uh, you've done that twice, actually. So uh, who knows? We'll catch up. Never know. But next week, Manny Skerritt uh, is our is our um, storyline. It's, it's a one familiar to me. A man has a bit penis that's a bit too big and needs penis reduction surgery. Um, <laughs> but I think the main thing that I'm kind of interested to get to is we meet Teddy for the first time next week. And um, it's interesting because... I actually don't mind some of the stuff they do with Teddy, uh, when she's Katie Sackhoff, uh, when she becomes Rose McGowan, mm. uh, but yes, it's an interesting storyline that we're going to get with, uh, somebody called Teddy, and we also get, uh, Bradley Cooper's back next week as well, so, yay. Yeah, and, uh, not to mention that, um, we, we're going to try and, uh, get, get surgery on, uh, uh um, um, Jenna as well, yes, so, oh, um, right. she's going to be a baby a model and she needs... Line. Yeah, so there's actually a lot going on in the next episode. It, it feels like one of those ones that, um, because, you know, obviously with what we've just seen is Liz isn't in the next episode, and it feels like we get a chance to go back and, and look at some other characters that we're maybe forgetting, like Kimber. And um, and so I'm kind of excited about that. I'm happy because, I, I you know, I for the most part, I enjoy when Kimber's 
there and you know the Kimber is a bitch in, in this whole season so um, she's, a, she's a different kind of character but I really enjoy it as well so there's lots to like in this next episode um, whether it all ties together to make a good episode is a different story and that's obviously something we'll talk about um, but yeah I mean the, the Teddy stuff's going to come in there I think probably I'm on board with Teddy up until the season finale and, and then I'm kind of off the, off the Teddy train so it's a pretty short ride for me, but while she's good, she is pretty good. So, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to talking through some of that stuff. Um, and, and yeah, and I, I, as you say, Bradley Cooper's back, and it's, it's a funny episode for him as well. So, yeah, there's, there's lots of fun stuff in the next one to Which talk about. We, we, again, we know why uh, it doesn't really work out after a certain point because, you know, again, as I said, um, Rose McGowan comes into the show. So um, that's... Uh, probably, uh, why, but, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that when it gets to that a little bit more. But in the meantime, you can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe. We're on YouTube. We're everywhere, essentially, and leave us some feedback. We'd love to hear what you're thinking about this show at this point. If you've stuck with us from the very beginning of Nip Tuck as we kind of get into the, uh, final quarter of this show, uh, we'll be interested very much to hear your thoughts and everything else in between. But my name is Ben and your tit, it's moving. And I'm Nick, and uh, don't worry about it, I had sex with a transsexual one. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.